And tonight's topic is the revelation of I am that I am. And we first hear of this phrase in the Bible, in Exodus, uh, Moses is, is presented with a bush that's on fire yet not being consumed. And this voice tells Moses he is here with him. And um, he wants Moses to go get his people out of Egypt and help set them free. Uh, Moses pretty much asks, you know, who should I say sent me? And, he, and the voice says, I am that. I am. And I think that's really important to make that pause there and to allow the comma to be heard. Um, because I am that I am is what I've heard my whole life as a kid. And that to me never really made sense. But I knew this this was powerful. I mean, for every Christian and, and, and Jew, because the first five books of the Bible are the Torah, um, it's very important to know that if someone's to say, what is the name of God? This is it. This is the name that that was told to Moses that would be uh, told to all those for the rest of eternity. This is the name of God. Um, I am that I am. And I think it's important for us to realize, like, it is a phrase that's so important for us to understand that it's not just a name, Yeshua or um, Elohim or these different names of God that we always hear all the time. This is a phrase that really, when you say it over and over and over again, something happens to you. Um, and we can literally change our life based on this one phrase. I am that I am. And to me, after really meditating on this, after really thinking about it, um, saying it over and over again to myself, um, the emphasis came when I said the I am at the, at the end, you know, to say that God said, I am that. I am that, you know what I mean? Like he's really emphasizing that word that I am at the end. So what is that? You know, all the that's that there is, you know, all the people, all the places, all the events, all the circumstances that to me verifies that God is omnipresent, omnipotent, that it's everywhere all the time. There's nothing that's not it. It's hard for God to be jealous in that case, if God is everything that exists. And so I think it's important for us to come to conclusion that if God is everything, it's everywhere, it's in every person, um, when we're talking to one, we're literally talking to all. And when we touch anything, we are touching everything, that every single person that exists, every single place, every event, um, heaven and hell, all of it is God. There's nothing that's not God. Every single part of this entire journey is it. So we come to those words, I am, the most powerful words probably in our language as in English, um, for, for what we do say after them shapes our reality. When we say, I'm sick, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, those are the programs that were given to us as kids that, um, that we believe, and they create our reality, they literally change everything for us. So as we believe, that's what happens for us. That's the holographic reality that we're in. Uh, we're projecting that from our from our souls, from what we're based on, what we think about the world. Um, that becomes our reality. So when we think those things, I'm not well, I'm sick, I'm, I'm not smart enough, you'll constantly run into places, situations, circumstance, events that constantly, you know, mirror that that message back to you. You know, you're not good enough. People are going to make fun of you. People are going to talk about you. 
um, the universe says, yeah, you're not that. So I'm going to, I'm going to verify that for you. Um, we literally have been brainwashing programmed to think a certain way. Um, and I think that's so important, you know, when you think about certain movies and uh, things like that. I mean, Luke in Star Wars, he can't move his spaceship out of the mud. And Yoda says, that's why you fail, because you don't believe it. And that's the only reason why we don't have the jobs we want, the life we want, the lovers we want, the uh, car that you want, everything, you know, the peace, the harmony, everything that we want is just a thought away. And it's changing um, how we think to to receive that. So I think it's really important to ask ourselves, who are we? Who are you? Um, we all wear a lot of masks. We wear a lot of masks um, all the time. But realizing that each and every one of us is a miracle can change your life. You know, knowing that miracles, miracles exist is great. But realizing you yourself, as much as any person that's ever come, any Buddha, Krishna, Christ, that you yourself are a miracle is super important for you to to become that, to realize how incredible you are. You know, who we are is much more than our names, our jobs, our genders, the skin tone. All of those things are just fractions of who we are. It's just an experience, you know, that we that we're experiencing now that we've literally forgotten, that we become disconnected from source, not really disconnected from source. Um, we're never disconnected, but, you know, we're playing a role that seems like that we may be disconnected from source, um, but certainly we're not. These egos and ideas, uh, you know, the more we associate with ideas, I'm this, I'm that, the more we fragment ourselves into becoming less of the whole. It's really easy to say, I'm a Christian, I'm white, I'm a man, all these things all down the line. You know, I'm middle class. And the more and more we do that to, to ourselves, we really do fragment ourselves from the wholeness of all that is. So each and every one of us are much more than we've ever been told, much more than probably ever you know allowed ourselves to even imagine for a minute but at the end of the day each and every one of us must remember or actually maybe never forget who you really are you know who are we really who is that deep down inside of ourselves beyond the skin beyond how tall you are how how small you are um, your weight you know how good looking or whatever you think you are deep down who is the person behind the eyes making those decisions um, it is really important for each and every single one of us to look inside ourselves. We all have, we all are more than we become. And that's because I feel like there has been an era of brainwashing. And, you know, even if you don't want to take that route, just, you know, we, we are allowing ourselves to experience a life of less connections, of disconnectedness. Um, but certainly each and every one of us are more, you know, than we've ever been told we are. We're more capable of anything uh, than we've ever been told. And so it's really important for us to leave the city of our comfort and wander into the wilderness of our intuition. That's where we're going to find ourselves again to get out of the safe zone, get out of the secure zone of this religion or uh, this job. And, um, you know, for many of us, we're, we're quitting jobs that no longer serve us, that aren't, that don't feel right religion that no longer serves us, that doesn't feel whole, that it feels fragmented. Um, you know, super important for us to move into that intuition, to really listen to that voice within ourselves that says, you know, it's time for you to do that. It's time for you to follow your dreams and to live the life that you definitely want to, that you've been longing for, for, you know, 
lifetimes. Um, so really the only way out of your misery, the only way out of your suffering, your own, you know, self-prescribed hell, if you will. I know that's certainly what I was living in my life was my own hell, the, my own design. And I realized if I was powerful enough to create my own hell, then I had to be powerful enough to create my own heaven too. So I think how we get there, one of the greatest ways for us, each and every one of us, that doesn't cost anything is meditation. And when Buddha was asked what he had gained for meditation, he replied, nothing. However, let me tell you what I have lost, anger, anxiety, depression, insecurity, fear of old age and death. That to me is what it was for me as well, that when I finally was able to silence my mind and go within, I wasn't gaining anything, but I was, that was where I was able to allow myself to drop all the barriers, all the walls that I had built myself that kept me from my own serenity, that kept me from my own nirvana, um, my own ego, my own stereotypes, my own hate. Um, all of those things kept me from this beautiful nirvana state, you know, godlike nature that all of us, I believe, every single one of us can endure. Um, but each and every one of us have stolen beliefs and allowed ourselves to be programmed to be disconnected. So I think each and every one of us need to realize we need to drop the idea of becoming someone because you already are a masterpiece. You cannot be improved. You only have to come to realize it, to know it. That is 100% how I, how I feel that I, that I resonate with, you know, we're already perfect, you know, and everybody thinks that we have to be a certain person to be perfect. Like your life is perfect because how you learned, you know, we all have these laws and rules. And if you do bad, you deserve to go to jail and you're a bad person. You're a bad boy or a bad girl. Like, no, man, you have the right, the divine right to mess up. Right. And it's not everybody else's, uh, you know, right to, judge you for i mean i guess it is a right to judge you for but it doesn't matter what they think about your life and we're all so mad at everybody and you know uh, i should be able to do this and you can't do that with your body and like man at the end of the day i have to let go of what i believe is right for you and allow you to live your life and to know that at the end of the day what you do with your life what you do with your body there is karma and there are consequences for everything that you do positive or negative and i must trust in the universe that what you do you're going to learn from what happens to you you're going to learn from instead of me saying oh that person's done a bad thing they should go to jail for the rest of their life and never be let out um some of the worst things you know that i have ever done have put me on the path to being the best person that i am right now so within ourselves is a stillness and a sanctuary to which we can retreat at any time and be yourself. Very important to be yourself, to be you, who you came to be on this earth, not what everybody else wants you to be, to not dress a certain way, to wear certain clothes, certain brands. All that is just, you know, kind of irrelevant nonsense. Um, the real you that's really important is how you make others feel, uh, what you're really into being your true self, no matter what, um, you know, that that's the coolest person in the room to me, the most authentic, honest, real person. When you let that out, don't ever cage it because that's the real rawness that I feel like now more than ever people are looking for. 
it is not about your clothes and what shoes you got anymore. It's what's in your heart. You know, what, what are you conveying? I mean, I think people like Joe Rogan are so popular because at least he's talking about some truthful things, some honest things and giving a real raw opinion about things. That's what things that people are liking right now. Like stop lying to us. Stop just saying things that, you know, are good for corporations, say things that are real, that affect real people. Um, and when you do that, when you become a real person again, when you become your real authentic self, it's really, uh, incredible thing to watch to look at people are really attracted to that that kind of person who really says what they mean and mean what they say and tells the truth and that's like the biggest rebel in the room right now because most many people around the world aren't aren't doing that so we you know as much as anyone should find ourselves who are we really uh can we dive deep into that dwell in that and be that authentic person within ourselves. Uh, again, I think that's the coolest person in the room. And when we got, when we dive deep into ourselves, we become that person and we realize that paradise is, is, is not a place. Heaven is not a place to get to, to, to die and get rewarded to go to, but it's rather a state of consciousness to be here now and to realize how beautiful this moment is and every single moment of your life. You know, one of my favorite um, quotes is before enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. I mean, just you may know the aliens exist and that you're God and all the things, but at the end of the day, you're still going to chop wood and you're still going to carry water and you're still going to have to eat and you're still going to have to do these other things. And that's the beauty of life. There's, you know, things to do and, and feelings to feel and, and ideas to, uh, to remember. And, um, and just know this whole thing is beautiful. All of the experience is beautiful. Not just this part of that part, but every bit of it, the, the laughing and the crying, the, the births and the deaths, you know, to realize it's all beautiful. It's all life. It's all amazing. Every single bit of it, not just, you know, picking and choosing, but really, and, you know, embellishing in all of it and realizing how incredible it is to be alive and to be here now in this moment. Uh, and this is a, the Egyptian proverb, but, you know, you've seen it in many, many proverbs around the world. The kingdom of heaven is within you and whoever shall know himself shall find it. So even Christ said this, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Um, so it's not, you know, they said it loud and clear. It wasn't a place to get to. It was not some reward to get to after death. This is a state of consciousness, a state of being that each and every one of us can live in. It doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter what, what gender you are. It doesn't matter anything. If you are a human being on this planet, kingdom of heaven is within you and you can find it and you can dwell in that every single moment of your life and i think one of the greatest things again when we talk about meditation is uh, that's that is seeming the key it's the one thing uh, that doesn't cost anything that everybody can do but many people don't and um you know in the bible in matthew it says those who sat in darkness saw great lights um, and what are you doing if you're sitting in darkness? You are meditating. There's not much else you can be doing if you're sitting in the dark. So upon uh, doing that for myself, 
this this quote, be still and know that I am God came to me, that when I was able to drop myself, my name, where I was from, who I thought I was, that was the moment when I was able to regain the connection of the universe that I was God too, that I was not separate from it, that God was not outside of me, that I was able to to be still enough and quiet enough to realize that there was no separation between me and God. And that was an incredible moment for myself. And I think every single person uh, can have that moment for themselves. And so at the end of the day, you know, maybe we have been programmed, maybe we have been lied to, maybe not intentionally, um, but one way or another, uh, the truth has evaded us somehow. And I think the truth is deep down, we're all divine. We're all, we're all incredible. We're all beautiful. Um, that literally God is a frequency that exists within us. All we have to do is tune in, man. It's that simple or is it, but you know, if God is within us and it is a, you know, a frequency that we can tune into, um, you know, it's important to even, you know, the, think about the ohm. The ohm is the sound of God um, that permeates the entire universe that literally holds and resonates and keeps the planets and the stars spinning and the orders that they're spinning in and, and the way that they're doing it. Um, and, you know, the ohm is that sound that's permeating through the universe. And we can tap into that ohm as well and hear it. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. That's what's holding us together is a, a sound, a word, the ohm. And each of one of us is a spark from that infinite. We're not just these flesh and bones, you know, we are the literal light and the sound and the frequency that is part of the entire universe. It's only this crazy, crazy idea that we're not, you know, like who benefits from the fact that we, that we aren't, that we don't believe it. There's a, there has to be someone who benefits from the fact that we are, uh, believe that we're disconnected, that we believe that we're not God anymore. Um, finding out that is, I feel like, a good way to find out our power again, that, that deep down, you know, if we realize, hey, I'm more than this, all I have to do is, is meditate, tune in to myself and find out who I really am. I can take my power back and I can literally change the world because um, I can change myself. That's number one. The only way you'll ever change the world is if you change yourself first and realizing that you are part of it. You're not separate from it. I love, I love what Yoda said. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You know, it's almost like it's in every, not every movie, but it's in so many movies. It's in so many books. It's, you know, thrown on TV shows all the time that we're not this thing. And, you know, I thought about it before, and it's almost like sometimes when you watch that stuff, when you read those books, you, you know, you, and you see other people do it, become the hero of their own life, take back their life and, and realize how special they are. You know, you're almost like living vicariously through them. And so there's a little bit of the spark inside of you that like feels like you've done the work, even though you're not. You know, when like when they run up, when they have a runner hook them up to the EKGs for their brain, whether they are run the run a race or thinking about running the race, the same parts of your brain light up. I think that's incredibly important. Like you don't have to run the race. You can think about it and you're still doing the same thing. When you watch it on television, it's similar to what you should be doing, but it's the distraction still 
from actually doing the work and actually becoming the person that you need to be. Um, sometimes it's, you know, it's nice to see it and to recognize it, but then turn the TV off and go do it for yourself. Because each and every single one of us are the universe. You know, we all are our own universes. We all have our own. Uh, I, for me personally, I had a meditation one time where my heart became the sun and different glands and different chakras of me was like different planets revolve around me. I realized like the people and the events and the places I went and the jobs that I had all were part of this universe that I was in. And that as my son was a beautiful, bright, you know, loving son, it would bring in more to this, this universe of mine. But as it dimmed down and I wasn't, uh, it wasn't that bright, fiery, loving, you know, unconditional love, then less would be in my universe. And uh, I love this Neil Tyson quote, there, there are as many atoms in a single molecule of your DNA as there are stars in the typical galaxy. We are each of us, we are each of us, a little universe. I mean, deep down to the science, to the molecules that, that we, that make us up, each and every one of us are billions and billions of cells. We are all tiny little universes in the multiverse. With our own laws, your belief systems are your own laws to your universe. But at the end of the day, we know we're all consciousness, each and every one of us. And consciousness has no religion, no belief, no ideology, no gender, sexuality, race, age, nationality. Each and every one of us are pure, vibrant consciousness at our core. All these other things are labels that distract and fragment us down to something to make us in the end of the day, I believe, make us depressed, make us sad because we're so fragmented from source. And one of my favorite quotes is by Rumi that you are not just a drop in the ocean. We are that, but you are the whole mighty ocean in a single drop too. That there's nothing that you aren't. There's nothing that Christ was or Buddha was or Krishna or Muhammad or Allah or anyone. None of them that ever has come or ever will come that you aren't. You are all those. Christ said, you can do all the things I'm doing and greater things. Every single one of us is that too. We just have to believe it. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. Another Rumi quote. Literally, we are our own universes moving around in time and space with our own laws and our own belief system. Uh, each and every one of us, our own cosmic universe, uh, master of our own universes. Uh, and so, you know, it's just for a moment, you know, sometimes throughout the day, how important is to think, even if that person over there who just cut me off or this person over here who's yelling at someone else, even if they don't even realize it deep down at their core, they are the cosmos made into a human being for right now for this small experience. You know, give them grace, give them, you know, that time to understand who they are. Uh, no reason to be mad or judgment for anybody. This life is so short. Um, let everyone have their own life, have their own experiences um, so that they can grow and move on. And you will have so much more peace in your life if you give others grace instead of saying, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't do this. Um, it's going to be a really, really hard life for you overall, um, judging everyone and saying what they should or shouldn't do, but realizing deep down every person you meet, that's the thing that comes to mind when I see the picture like this is that uh, story from, you know, that Christ said, you know, I'm going to come visit you tonight. So the man was, you know, willing and waiting for Christ to come. 
you know, basically three strangers come and he sends them all away. Um, and then Christ comes in and he says, hey, man, you know, I, I've been waiting for you to come. And he said, I've been here three times already. Uh, every single person is God. And if you turn them away, you turn God away and somehow. So every person coming into your life, asking for something, you know, talking to you, finding yourself in a moment with them, listen to them, you know, talk to them, understand them, where they're coming from. Why is the experience coming to me? Um, there's so much in that one little experience. Sometimes it can change your life if you just accept it. And that's happened to me multiple times. Each and every one of us for the cosmos made conscious. We are stars wrapped in skin. The light you're seeking has always been within. It's not some God, some Christ, some Jesus, some Buddha that's come save you. How? I just don't see how, when you really think about it, I don't want to be saved by anyone. You know, if, if there's a mess that I'm in, I want to get myself out. I don't want my mom or dad to come rescue me. You know what I mean? What do I learn from that? What do we achieve? How do we grow from that? But literally, if the lies within and I can save myself, if I become the hero of my own journey, there's something about that that's so gratifying that I can, I can save myself. I can, I'm responsible for this mess that I got myself into and I can get myself out and I can reclaim peace, joy, harmony with the universe. It's not something I need someone else to give me or do for me. I can do it for myself. And this may be the hardest part, though, realizing that each and every single one of us is the chosen one, not Neo, not Jesus, not these messiahs, that you, as much as anybody else in the entire universe, are worthy to know that you are the chosen one for yourself, for your life, you know, for you to grow, for you to move, for you to have this apocalypse, which is a revealing is what the word, you know, apocalypse actually means. It's the lifting of the veil and revealing of truth. That's incredible for you to have that, to you to realize I'm the chosen one. I came here to, to save myself, to, to grow, to come back to the one, you know, that's what's so important. Um, and, you know, realizing that for myself, I'm not looking for anybody else to come down from a cloud and save me. Um, one of the things in Christianity that has become so popular now is this idea of the, of the of rapture where Christ comes back and saves people. And it's based on very little from our Bible. And I don't want to belittle anyone or anything like that. But I find it hard to believe that anyone would be looking for Christ on a cloud if Christ was already in your heart, and that's what it says, that when you open your heart and allow Christ to come in, if Christ was within you, it came into your heart, why would you be looking for him on a cloud? If it's already in you, you don't need that. And the, the Bible does refer to a thousand years of peace being reigned on this planet. I don't want to be taken off for anything. I want to be here and now on this planet and this great transformation that is upon us that's about to happen. So I am my own guru. You are your own guru. There is no one better to know what you need to do with your life than you. Plain and simple. That's it. Every single person is uh, your own guru. And listen to that voice within. And start to change your thoughts so you can change your world and your reality. And that's all you can change is your world and your reality. Um, and that's that you know age-old saying of Herbert Henry Ford and other people whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. 
So if you say, I can't do that, you're right. I'm not even going to argue with you. Don't do it. You're not going to be able to do it because you don't believe in yourself. But you turn around and say, oh, I can do that. I'm going to make it happen. And you don't, you don't allow any other thing uh, to manifest other than what you want, you're going to get it. Because if you believe it enough and you really want it, there's nothing that's going to stop you. You know, do or do not. There is no try. You're either going to do it or you don't. And when you start to have that kind of mentality, when you start to have, I'm going to do it no matter what, you really start to believe in yourself. When you surely start to say, hey, look, there is nothing that keeps me from getting what I want except for me. I'm the only person who keeps me from getting what I want. There's no, I give nobody else that power over me. Nobody can make me angry. I can allow people to make me angry. But if I say someone else makes me angry, I give them power over me to do so. So we start taking back our responsibility, our belief, our life. And you can, you know, really from that point on change your life. I love this saying, you know, when, uh, when Jesus, I think this was, oh, here, yeah, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. You know, one of his parables that he was saying, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, is he talking about literal mountains? Yeah, I think he is talking about literal mountains, but I also think he's talking about the mountains of cancer, the mountains of, you know, a job that you don't like or a life or a house. There's nothing that you can't do, but I, you know, literally down deep down to the, to the core of this, is it literally true? Probably so. I don't think there's anything that's impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. Everything is possible. Um, believe and do greater things. You know, again, I've said this before many times, but you know, Christ said, there's nothing that I'm doing that you can't do. Uh, if you believe it, you can do greater things that I'm doing. And this is supposed to be the only son of God. And I, that, that, that term, the only son, I don't think he's the only son. Like there's no other ones other than him because the Bible literally says we're all sons and daughters of God, but he's the only son in the, the way that you can only be the son of God when you reflect that of God consciousness, right? So he is totally in loving he is totally free will to others. Each person can do and say and believe whatever they want to, um, realizing to give that freedom to every single person. I mean, that's literally what God is, is giving us free will to be who we are. And we as people come up with these laws and regulations that have to happen so that we feel safe. Um, not believing in karma is going to do its job. But, um, you know, when we emulate that of God, we are the only son because that's the only person that's it is when you emulate that that feeling and that love in the same way that it's being reflected from the universe and our thoughts literally shift the universe on a particle by particle basis to create your physical life so as we think that's what we create and you know if we think things are hard in life they're always going to find things to be hard if you think everything works out for me it always will if I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place in the right time, those are going to happen for you as well. If you stub your toe and you say, oh, now it's going to, you know, now that it starts to rain, it's going to pour on me and all the bad things are going to happen. You're right. You're absolutely right about it. It's all going to happen to you, you know, and, and if, but you can change it. You can say, no, that's not today. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to have a great day and, and, and literally say your affirmations to change your, your whole day. But you can literally believe yourself in the sickness 
You can believe yourself in the disease. You can believe yourself in having a horrible day, a horrible month, a horrible year, and eventually a horrible life. Can, your whole life can turn out to be a nightmare or your, or your, your greatest fantasy or your greatest dream. Because it, it literally is projected from our souls. This holographic universe that we think is real can literally be changed with just our thoughts and our emotions. So when it comes down to it, stop thinking and hoping, but, you know, don't think that you are. Know that you are. Know I am here to change the world. I came here to be you know, more than I was told. I came here to bring a new paradigm shift to this entire planet. I am that. I am. And there's nothing that is going to stop me, especially myself. And I believe when you really reach that point, you know, even in the Bible, it says, um, no weapon forged against me shall prosper. You know, I think the matrix is a documentary more than it was a movie. But literally, there's nothing that can stop us. I mean, quantum physics and everything says that we're all one with it. You know, we can command everything down to the particle. You know what I mean? Like, if we really believe it, we are that powerful. We are God. Whether you choose today to accept it or not or some point in your life. And, and really, honestly, I think the difference between believing and knowing is doing sometimes. Um, you can believe it, you can talk about it, and you can say it sometimes, but if you don't know it down in your heart, if you don't practice it every single day, I don't, I can't, I don't think you can say you know it. You can say you believe it. I believe I'm God, but knowing that your God is is really doing it, I'm I'm gonna do it every single day. And I'm, you know, even if you mess up, turn around and keep saying, you know what? No hard judgment, but you know, I'm gonna get back on that wave and I'm gonna keep riding. Each and every single one of us came here, I believe, to complete a mission. And I think many of our missions are very, very similar. Probably deep down at the core, um, I think our mission is to learn unconditional love. But at this very time on this very you know, planet, I think our mission is to bring a paradigm shift that changes the consciousness of this planet in a revolutionary way that we haven't seen in quite some time. And the time is now. And we must know deep down in our hearts the things that we're seeking, love, compassion, empathy, a world that works for all of us and not just a few. We must know deep down in our hearts that that which we are seeking is also seeking us. It is incredibly imperative to change the world, to know that on the other end of my belief, it's not just me wanting it, but there is a part of the universe that wants it for me as well. That, to me, changed my life and made me realize, like, it's not just this egotistical thing that I want, but I think the universe really wanted me to have it too. And that was like, that makes it, that made me feel really uh, complete, incredible, grateful, humbled to know that it wasn't just this thing that I wanted, but, you know, go after it, get it. And I say, once you have, you know, these skills, once you have uh, dropped the ego, once you have uh, become one with all that is once you have that passion and fire inside of you go forth and set the world on fire the time is now the world needs what many of us hold back you know it needs love it needs more compassion it needs more peace and who are you not to give it to the earth who are you not to give it to the world you know what i mean everyone says why me why why not you every single one of us is you know incredibly beautiful incredibly talented 
gifted beyond our wildest dreams. And if we only were to set, you know, set ourselves in this here and now and really feel it and know it, how incredibly special it is to be here, to be alive, to be able to breathe the air, to be able to love, to be able to care for others, your whole life would change. And, you know, we could really blossom into the people that we came here to be, the souls that we came here to be. Um, so thank you guys for tonight. Uh, I hope this was an inspirational talk tonight. Um, definitely something I, I've, I've loved for a long time and something I, when I think about God, I do think about I am that I am. Uh, very powerful, very powerful message. Uh, thank you guys for joining us tonight and I hope you'll come back and join us again. Thank you.